0: Good morning and welcome to the Business Capital Five Minute Morning Minor. It's uh, it's 1st of March. It's St. David's Day. Start of spring. Doesn't feel like it outside. It's it's raining a bit. Bit of a wet ride in on the bicycle today. It's a tube strike, so just as well I do cycle. What about you, Paula? What are you doing? Are you staying at home or are you going to manage to come in No, uh, I'll
1: come in. My overground line is uh, operating with good service, it says, so I'll come in. Uh, it's also. Uh, Pancake Tuesday, Shrove Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to the pancakes tonight.
0: Very good. I will be actually on the M4 and the M5 tonight, heading down to Cornwall, (laughs) as with Ollie, uh, because obviously we're doing a little bit of a tour of a load of the Cornish uh, mining projects. Tomorrow is Cornish lithium and British lithium. Um, So there we go. Anyway, news today. Um, Obviously, it's still all about the war in Ukraine, which is becoming pretty... Uh, awful, frankly, and it's obviously going to change the way the world thinks about Russia, certainly. Uh, I think we'll be doing business with Russia for a long, long time now, which is going to change the shape of the mining industry. Uh, But Paul,
1: what do you want to talk about this morning? Well, that being said, and given the the uh, sharp fall in the share price of polymetal over the last couple of days. It's too bad because they put out a real nice update on reserve and resources. uh, Statement here Uh, they've recalculated the reserves and resources to a $1500 an ounce gold price and a $20 an ounce silver price. So reserves are up uh, by 7% or 2 million ounces year on year to 30 million ounces gold equivalent. And they've also said that the average grade of their ore reserves year on year is down by 7% uh, to be at 3.5 grams per tonne gold equivalent overall. For exploration for this coming year, they plan to put out a new ore reserve estimate at their Vaduga mine project uh, to also put an initial ore reserve around their talgi deposit at Albenzino and a new mineral resource estimate uh, on the Doraninskaya area, which is uh, their uh, Ducat silver uh, big uh, mine uh, there in Russia. So it isn't a bad looking operational outlook there. It's just too bad it's not investable at the moment.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, I think it'd be fair to say that probably no Russian stock is investable now. Um, You don't want to have a nice portfolio of uh, be acting for a lot of Russian stocks because it's all going to go away from you. Um, I think there is one broker out there that has a rather large proportion of Russian stocks, but there you go. Uh, what else, Paul?
1: We had a statement out here from uh, Hochschild Mining, uh, which is a London uh, listed uh, Latin American base metal producer, but this is about their uh, SNP gold mine joint venture in BC uh, with TSX listed Skeena Resources. That's a big resource upgrade uh, there for the uh, past-producing uh, underground mine at SNP and it now comes in uh, with a three-gram cutoff uh, grade estimate at uh, indicated two and a half million tons at ten and a half grams gold, and inferred resources of 2.2 million tons at 10.3 uh, grams gold per ton. So. For a combined one and a half million ounces uh, at uh, over 10 grams, that's definitely a a, a mineable uh, deposit. So they've got 10,000 meters of new drilling that they'll put in for extensions and uh, infill drilling uh, as part of a PFS study that they now uh, have underway. It's not a question whether it'll be economic or not, and it will be. It's just a question now how they design it. there's not
0: much news out on the the london markets for mining is there today
1: well like i say hoxchild was london listed polymetal is london listed Uh, we also had a bit of news out for instance uh, from (coughs) beowulf uh, mining uh, which is the outfit uh, that uh, has the uh, Kallak iron uh, deposit up in Scandinavia, but also does uh, base metal exploration in the Balkans. And they said that uh, they put another 200,000 pounds in uh, working capital into their uh, exploration subsidiary uh, Vardar Minerals uh, there in the Balkans. And as a result, they've taken control of that now, uh, holding uh, over 51% of of that uh, firm now.
0: I see also that uh, Vanadium has now hit $11. Uh,
1: yeah, I find it really quite
0: surprising that Faroe Alloys and Bushveld um, really aren't responding to this price rise in Vanadium. It's quite surprising. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a long-term uplift, um, but uh, that is, you know, it's quite had quite a move and yeah, equity prices aren't following. So uh, maybe one to, for investors to look into
1: And that would be correct, but just remember, too, that the more expensive vanadium becomes, the more uh, problematic it becomes on the economics uh, in the short run for CapEx for vanadium redox batteries. Uh, So you would uh, hope that there is some uh, restraint, I guess, but some uh, predictability on long-term pricing around vanadium uh, as we go forward for the benefit of the battery sector, I would say. Uh, I think you're correct there, Paul.
0: I noticed also that um, um, a long overdue, but Camel Central Asia Metals is uh, having a bit of a run, a bit of a run today, actually up 9.5. Uh, but obviously, it has come back a long way. I mean, it was trading up in the sort of 260s, 280s uh, this time last year, uh, now trading at 218, but probably quite correctly, I mean, a little of a bounce there.
1: Uh, I think that's about all, isn't it, Paul? Yes, pretty much so, I would say for today.
0: All right. I will probably speak to you from Cornwall tomorrow.
1: Very good. Well, I'm on holiday next two days. You got Ollie. Uh, Well, Ollie will be
0: driving to Cornwall, but we'll sort something out. All right. Very good. Thanks.
1: Very good.